What's up, guys? Welcome to No Regard, uh, the number one basketball podcast in the world, because why not? Um, today, I'm Vasse Mubin, one of your hosts, and this is my co-host. Hi, my name's Army. I'm the better of the two brothers. Uh, yeah, we're brothers, and um, thanks for tuning in to the first episode. thought we'd kick it off with some recent NBA news that's been going on. So, um, to start off, Scottie Pippen calls... <laughs> Scottie Pippen calls Phil Jackson a racist. Well, that's definitely a very bold take. Personally, I wasn't there in the situation, so I'm not one to talk. But <coughs> he called him this because Scottie Pippen was not chosen over to- Tony Kukoc to take one of the game-winning shots, correct? No, that's not why I called him that. On the on the podcast, he said a rookie Tony Kukoc was subbed in and Scottie Pippen was out inbounding it. No, that's not why he called him racist. He called him racist because... Um, because he wrote those books on Kobe. That's what he said in that interview. Did you did you see the interview? Yeah, I saw the first part of the interview. He talked about also Oh, the maybe Tony it was Kukoc. both. I don't know. But um I don't know. I I think it's kind of a lot to call your coach a racist. Um he didn't uh, what what Phil did, I didn't think was racist. Maybe uh, a bad act as a coach, but I don't know if it had anything to do with race, but I don't know, that that's not really for us to talk about, I guess. But um the next piece of news that we're the uh that we got is is that according to the athletic, the Warriors are looking to trade James Wiseman and in and their number seven overall pick for a player like Pascal Siakam. What do you think of that, Army? So I guess what do you what did you expect if you're an NBA fan? Because you're looking at the Warriors with three big pieces coming back. They have Steph, Clay and Draymond, their big three. So now you're going to get away those young guys so you can get a big superstar again, right? It doesn't surprise anyone. What do you think? I don't know. Like, is a guy like Siakam, he's enough to w- – so, first of all, I don't think the Warriors have enough to win, even if Clay comes back. I don't think they have enough to win next year. I don't know if a guy like Siakam is be- going to be that game changer, you know? Well, Siakam didn't prove anything to us last year. The Raptors were – very below average from what we expected, at least. Yeah, facts. And Siakam didn't act like a leader. Facts. Yeah, I agree. Siakam's not the guy if you want to try to bring yourself back to the championship. Yeah. Uh, next piece of news is, so Luka Don- or, um Kristaps Porzingis was out in a club, I guess, during the playoffs. Luka Doncic was very mad at him um, for breaking the COVID-19 protocol. Uh, yeah, what do you think about that, Army? So it seems like we've came to the conclusion that Dallas is no longer a superstar duo of Europeans. It is Luca versus all. Luca is by himself in Dallas, and they need a second superstar if they want him to stay. What do you think? So what? Trade Porzingis? Trade Porzingis. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't know what what kind of value you could get for him because, I mean, he has been kind of disappointing as of late. Uh, he hasn't been the guy that Dallas expected him to be to be for sure. Um so I don't know. I don't know. I mean I, I understand Luca's Luca's a dog. He's a dog. So he's go- he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get mad at his teammates obviously if they do something stupid like that. It just because Luca wants to win. Right. That's Luca. I mean he he's gonna uh, he's gonna be one of the best players in the world. I think he's gonna be the best player in the world in at least five years. He's it's gonna be his league. So for him to get mad at Kristaps like that, I mean, completely understandable. What do you expect? I think of it like this. With Kobe and Shaq, 
Kobe yelled at Shaq all the time, they'd get pissed off at each other. But at least Shaq was 7-1 a dominant maniac. Kristaps Porzingis is 7-3. Every once in a while, he cuts to the rim, gets a dunk. A nice dunk, but it's nonetheless not very often. He acts like he's 6-5. He acts like he's a 6-5 shooting guard. He yeah. plays like it. Yeah. So I would yell at him too. Uh, and I'm not even about this breaking the COVID-19 protocol. I <laughs> just how he plays. He's like a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, the guy's like 7-4, and I don't think he averaged double-digit rebounds. If you're 7-4... And you don't have it, and he plays minutes. And it's not like he sits on the bench. He plays minutes, and he I don't I don't know I don't have the stats in front of me, but come on, you can do better than that. In New York, in New York, he did better than that. You know, he was he played well in New York. He wanted yeah. to catch bodies when he was in New York. He was aggressive. Now I get it because he got injured. He's afraid, but he doesn't put anything at risk anymore. Only wide open when he dunks. And when I look at him, he is so skinny. And I get it. It's hard to be that big and put on muscle. But, I mean, guys like Gian- – I mean, Giannis isn't 7'4", but he's at least 6'11". And he was skinny too, but he put on the muscle. He put it on it. And look at the difference that it made for him. I mean, he's an MVP. He's an MVP. I don't know. I, I just don't – Kristaps isn't that, isn't that second guy for Luka for sure. I mean, Dallas – if you're Dallas and you're Mark Cuban, and they know this, I'm sure – you build around Luca no matter what, and you, and you, 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 you make the best possible team you can around him. He because he's a once in a generation talent. He's one of those guys. I'll say it like it is: you treat Luca like you treat LeBron. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And the Cavs learn from the Cavs yeah. in their early years because yeah. they messed up. They didn't get a second star for LeBron. Not a real second star. Okay, but let's actually get into the show. That was just a few pieces of news. Let's get into the show. So the first topic up for discussion is, so right now Ben Simmons has been under a lot of fire, obviously, because he played like shit in the playoffs. Um, and so, I mean, the Adrian Wojnarowski reported that the Sixers want to keep Ben. They don't want to part ways with Ben. But if you're the Sixers... After seeing what he did in the playoffs, I mean, if you just look at how many points he averaged in that Hawk series, it, it, w- it wasn't anything special. In the last in the last three games, I remember yeah. he had less than ten points in all three of those games, and he's supposed to be your second best player on the team. But if you're the Sixers, what do you do with Ben? Well, send him to a therapist. Quite frankly, <laughs> my thing is. Ben Simmons started out <laughs> in the playoffs averaging roughly 16 points a game. Next season, around the same. This year, he averaged 11 points a game. Do you know what he shot from the free throw line? Like 30%. shot it. 34% from the free throw line. Right. To me, it has nothing to do with his actual basketball abilities. He is, in my opinion, the best defender in the league. He can guard one through five. He can finish at the rim. He can handle the ball, and he can pass the ball. Shooting is a mental game for him. He has, he has not bad form and we've seen him shoot in like pickup games, practice, warm Yeah, there's tons of footage online of yeah. him, him dominating exactly. with a jump shot, with, with a jump strap, shot, with a, with a strap. Yeah. Exactly. Just not in a real game. So, I keep Ben Simmons. Oh, oh, you keep Ben. I do and I just f- have him figure his life out. Yes. 
What does that mean? Figure. How do you do that? Uh, are you being serious when I'm, you say see a therapist? I, I mean, see a shooting therapist, if that's a thing. Because the dude has it. He has the ability, you know? He has every asset to be the best player on a championship team. We called him the prince for a reason. He was supposed to be the next LeBron. But he didn't show up. And it's not It's not his fault. Maybe the pressure just got to him or something. But I'm sure it's well a that, that I would say that's his fault. I mean, he's had time to develop. He, and he just he just hasn't really. I mean, defensively, we both I th- I yeah I think he's one of the best defenders in the NBA. I think he should have won Defensive Player of the Year. And and in against the Hawks, I thought he did a really. It, even though Trey Young busted guys' asses, he did a really good job when he was on Trey Young. I mean, he did better than anybody on the team guarding him. They rotated between um, putting Matisse Thybul, uh and Danny Green before he got injured, and Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons by far did the best job on Trey Young. Um, so defensively, we know like he he's all NBA defensively. But when you look at the offensive side, I'm, it's it's hard to look past these numbers. So when you need him most, when you need him most in a game seven against against the Hawks in the game seven, Ben Simmons has five points. Ben Simmons has five points. Granted, he had thirteen assists. That's that's good. He had thirteen assists. But we, we know Ben can pass the ball. That that's what he's there for. And his defense obviously he had eight rebounds. But your second best player has five points. Five points in a game seven with your season on the line. You have five points. Played 36 minutes, five points. Game six. Game six, he had six points. Oh <laughs> and and then in game five, eight points. So the last three games of that series, below 10 points. I don't, and he, and, and he doesn't even take that many shots. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the field goal attempts and, Game seven, he took four shots. Game six, six shots. Game game five, four shots. Again. When your second best player on your team is putting up points like this, I don't know. I don't know if you can fix that in Philadelphia. If I'm the Sixers, so if I'm the Sixers, a month or uh, a year ago, or, or or before James Harden was traded to the Nets, I mean, the Sixers had the opportunity to get James Harden. Yeah. They had a trade on the table, but they didn't want to part ways with Simmons. Mm. I bet if I if I was the Sixers, I would be regretting that right now, because that does two things. It it takes James Harden off the Nets first of all, yeah. so you're not going against a, a powerhouse offense. That when healthy, I don't know if anybody can beat them. So it takes James Harden off the Nets. And it gives you, I think, in my opinion, the second best scorer in the NBA on your team behind KD. You should have done the trade, Sixers. You should have done the trade. I mean, it's... uh, Defensively, yeah, he's great defensively. But you can get it. Uh, you can get a defensive player. You can get a great defensive player. I mean, not like Ben. Not like Ben. I'll, I'll say not like Ben. But I'd rather have James Harden's offense over Ben Simmons' defense. Yeah. 
Agreed. You can't you can't tell me that the Sixers would have still lost this series if they have James Harden on their team. Would you would you say that? I wouldn't say that. You're matching Trey Young's offensive mastermind with the lights of James Harden. No, I wouldn't say that. I believe that the 76ers would probably win that series in five or six games. Yeah. Uh, imagine a pick and roll with Embiid and, and James Harden. Yeah. That'd be insane. Yeah. That'd actually be insane. And look, at this point, do you consider Ben Simmons the second best player on the 76ers? Tobias Harris. So, so Tobias is the... Tobias is their closer. Right. Tobias is their closer, and Tobias is their bucket getter. When when they need when they need offense, Tobias is the guy they give the ball. Or or Embiid in the post. But when like against the Hawks, Embiid was having troubles in the post. I mean, he was playing with a torn meniscus. Even though he don't, <laughs> you make that face because he just rolled his eyes, but because he he's a hater on Embiid. But um. They started playing better defense on Embiid, even though he still dominated the series. Um, it it wasn't as easy. So so Tobias was the guy they went to when they needed a bucket. So Tobias is their best scorer, or their second best scorer behind Embiid. I don't. I mean, yeah, Ben's. I would. God, I don't know. You think Tobias is their second best player? Uh best is a. Uh, I Tobias mean, that's an interesting term because Ben Simmons. They bring two completely different things to the table. The impact of Ben Simmons is probably overwhelming, and we probably don't even notice. But if you put a guy like Ben Simmons, even at his full potential with his current talent, we've seen 6'10 guys with freak athleticism get you 20-plus points without shooting a three. Ben Simmons is a freak athlete. But we also have seen that clip of him with a wide-open dunk just dish it, dish it towards who he passed to. I don't. I don't even know. I, know, I think it was like Matisse or yeah. Or oh, it was to Matisse and Mat- yeah. Yeah, exactly. it was Matisse because he missed one free throw and made the other. Yeah, yeah, it was to Matisse. So, Tobias Harris right now is the second best player in the Seventy Sixers. Oh, really? Yes. At their best, it's a different story. At their at what do you mean at their best? It's if Ben Simmons did what he's capable of, then Ben Simmons could hypothetically be the best on the Seventy Sixers. But no, he doesn't. So what's his what's his max? What's the what is he capable of? He has no max. Ben Simmons could be the best player in the world if done correctly. If he what got a jump shot? If he had a jump shot, is he the best player in the NBA? It's it's hard to say that sort of thing. But if you just add a jump shot, a thirty five percent from three, Ben Simmons is the best player in the NBA. He has everything. He has every you need to be special cute <laughs> cute he's cute he's not bad looking he's i looking. mean kylie yeah. jenner would uh, agree with you there kylie yeah didn't they didn't they you know it get it on kylie? was it i don't know or yeah. kendall i mean kendall i don't know yeah <laughs> one's debook on kendall that's kendall they're they're both both have been on the same one i mean i think ben is cuter than debook <laughs> if we're having this debate we're not we're time. not we're definitely not we're talking pure shape of face specifically ben is a top 10 <laughs> cutest shut player up in we're not talking we're not having this debate that's on you but look back back to what we're actually talking about if i'm the sixers i am trading ben simmons he's had his time 
And I just don't think that there's hope for him in Philadelphia. He has had enough time to try to develop a jump shot. It's all mental for him. If I'm the Sixers, I'm trading him. Because look, Embiid isn't the type of guy that's going to wait forever. Right. He w- They were supposed to go to the finals this year. They should have gone to the finals this year. They should have at, at least should have took the Bucks. They should have they shouldn't have lost to um Atlanta. Yeah. And then at least should have took the Bucks six or seven games. In their eyes, they think they should have won the finals probably. And I I I supported the Sixers throughout this entire playoff run. They could have won the finals. They had a chance to get to the finals and I think they had a chance to win too. So if if I'm the Sixers, there's no more time to wait. There's no more time to wait. You've gave Ben his time. Time to move on. Wow. Yeah. Um, but on another note, um, so Damian Lillard has expressed some, you know, so, uh, some – he hasn't been enjoying his time in Portland. <laughs> if, I don't know how to word because what I'm Because he hasn't requested a trade. He hasn't he officially yes. requested a trade. So he, uh, there's nothing official. That's nothing it. official. But there are reports yeah. um, that Dame ha- might want out of Portland. And he's displeased because they haven't been able to like make a championship roster around him. And he made his statements clear about who he wanted as their head coach. He said straight up Jason Kidd. But they didn't make that happen for him. Who 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 did they get again? Did they even hire somebody? Oh, I thought they did. Oh, they did. They a uh, nobody though. It, it was like a no name. It was a no name. He was he was a assistant coach somewhere. Oh no, yeah, assistant coach from the Nets, right? Something like that. I I can't remember, but it was a weird name. Um, but that's not a championship move, anyways. But if I'm Dame, I I'm pissed as well. He 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 tried to put the team on his back in that series against um Denver. He had 55 in in one game and I think they lost that game too. Yeah. I think they lost the game he had 55, made 12 threes. And then in another game he had 42. Although in game in game five, he only had ten points. Oh, he he did bad, but th- that then he came back and scored the fifty-five. So he's been trying to put this team on his back. So, where would you like to see Dame? It or or do you want him? Do you want him to stay in Portland, or or what do you think he should do? Where would you like to see him? It's hard to tell that guy to stay in Portland. He has put his blood, sweat, and tears in Portland. Where would I like to see Dame? If Milwaukee wasn't doing what they're doing right now, I would say Milwaukee. If I didn't just say that Ben should stay in Philly, then I would say Philly. I don't have a clue where Ben Simmons should, I mean, where Damian Lillard should go. Is What do you think? Well, I mean, as a Lakers guy, as a Lakers okay, fan. Okay, right. As a Lakers fan, I'd love to see him in L.A. Right. But in a more real uh, – because I, I think if they made that move, they could then comp- – so here's what I think. Right now, when Brooklyn is healthy, I don't think anybody can beat them. Mm-hmm. If Dame goes to the Lakers, I think they have – they are now – they can now they can beat 
um, they can beat uh, uh, the Nets. That is the greatest three-man roster ever. Yeah. Damian, LeBron, and AD. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I thought you meant KD. And I mean, right now that is. Right now that is, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'd love to see him in, in, uh, in L.A. I don't know how realistic that is. You, you'd have it. to give up a lot. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure the Lakers would. But I just don't know how realistic Dame would even want to go to L.A. Yeah. He's not that uh, – he doesn't seem like that kind of guy, He's to be honest. He's a killer. Honest. He's a competitor. I don't think – I don't think he'd do a super team. I don't know if he would either. He'd, he'd go with, like, one other guy, I think, and yeah. team up with one other guy. But I don't know if he'd go with, like, LeBron and A.D. Because he gives those quiet vibes, you know? He gives those quiet vibes, and he still wants to be – he still wants to get buckets on his team. Yeah, yeah. He wants to meet a Paul George. He'd be the he third option yeah, in yeah. L.A. Yeah, he does not want to be at the... I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know if he'd be the third option. You think LeBron would step, like, chill out a little? LeBron will be 37 next year, and he's made it quite clear that Anthony Davis should be the first option. Whether Anthony Davis <laughs> makes that happen or not is a different story. Yeah. But I don't think... I think Dame would be the second option if he went to L.A. Because LeBron would, like... LeBron would chill out. He yeah. would take a seat, uh, a back seat. I mean, Dame plays 36 minutes in Portland. LeBron plays way too many minutes for his age. So, yeah, I think LeBron would take the backseat. Well, still, I don't I don't know. It it'd be I mean, LeBron did tweet like at th- in 2018 or something. He said like or I don't know if he tweeted it or he said in an interview. I think he said in an interview actually. He said uh give me Damian Lillard and I'll yeah. show you how appreciated he he would be or something like that. Yeah. So I mean he's low key starting their rec- he started their recruitment process a little bit, but in a r- realistic sense, I think. So I think Miami would be a good fit for him. Miami. Uh, yeah, I think Miami. W- they they want him bad. They want him really? bad. Really. They they said they're willing to do whatever it takes. There's reports that they said they're willing to do whatever it takes to get Dame. And that feels right too, you know. I could see him in Miami. Yeah. Because because. He 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 would be their number one guy for sure. He'd be their number one guy, and they they have a really good team. They'd have a great team around him, and I just I could see him fitting in Miami with Jimmy. I, I, so I don't I don't think they would give up Jimmy or Bam. No, but I think they give up anybody else. I mean, they have young pieces to give up. Duncan, uh, Tyler. Tyler's Kendrick. trade value has plummeted though. Okay, yeah, Tyler. I don't know, but Kendrick, you know. They've got pieces, and they've got vets that teams want. Teams want a guy like Goran Dragic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I I I could see Miami as a good option for him. Mm. Um. There was one other team I had in mind as well. Um, I think. Oh yeah, I don't know if Milwaukee Milwaukee is realistic now. I don't know their salary situation. Um. But that would be really interesting to see. For sure. Because Milwaukee doesn't work like that right now. You know, that uh, Dame versus all ball. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they could figure something out. We've seen teams that don't do that do that before. And, I mean, they'd have to give up Holiday. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know what they'd have to give up. But um, to compete with Brooklyn next year. I mean, Milwaukee is not beating Brooklyn at full strength. They barely beat Brooklyn without without Kyrie and, and Harden. Right. So they need to make a big move if they want to compete next year, assuming Brooklyn is healthy. 
So is Dame that option? I don't even know if they could trade for him, but hypothetically, that would be a good move for them. That would be a really good move for them. It's hard to say that because Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, those guys are loved in Milwaukee, you know? Those yeah. those aren't guys that you can just trade away and, and it's no big deal. Yeah. But I've, I, I have a good feeling that if Dame came to Milwaukee and he put on a show and they went to the finals, I have a good feeling Milwaukee would embrace Dame. But I mean, then the, then it's not like depth. Milwaukee's like a closed off um, fan base. Yeah, it just like any NBA. I'm saying what I'm saying is winning. Uh, wh- when a team wins, fans don't. Fans love all your players. That's true. That's fair. Because look at it like Demar leaving Toronto. Well, now you love Kawhi. Right. So right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. I don't know. It's just it's it's hard to see Dame year after year after year try to put the team on his back and right. not get anywhere. It's sad. It is sad. And you want I I root for Dame. I really do. Be- Damian Lillard he's that guy. He he's a dog too. He's a dog too. Just like we were talking about Luca earlier. Yeah. Dame is a dog too. I mean, he he will try to do whatever it takes to win a game. Like I like I said earlier with the 55 points a game. Right. In in whatever game that against the Nuggets, and then he had a forty two point game, and then he had a thirty seven point game and a thirty four point game. This is all in one series. I mean, he he's willing to do what it takes to win. Shot ninety three percent from the free throw line, fifty five percent from the field, thirty nine from three. I don't think any team would complain getting Damian Lillard on their team. Look, and if you put him on the Heat. That is no longer a singular dog. That is a pack of hounds. Facts. You have him with JB. You have him with Udonis Haslam just sitting his oh ass yeah. on the bench <laughs> and yelling at everybody. <laughs> but he leads. He, he's, he's a He's a, a vocal for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. He, he's a pit bull. For sure. Um, no, but yeah, I, I see Miami as a realistic possibility for him. I hope so. I don't know if they could compete with Brooklyn. I, I mean, I don't. They couldn't. They couldn't. Not really? with that team. No, definitely not. They got swept by the Bucks. You think that was a fluke? That was a fluke. Are you beat serious? the Bucks in what five games last year or six? I think it was six games. Yeah. So why was that? So why what what the fuck happened? What do you mean? Why did they get swept this year? There was very little difference in their roster besides injuries. Well, Drew Holiday was added to the Bucks. I'm not saying I mean he's in exchange for Eric Bledsoe. There, there. I know there's a big difference. W- but it's yeah, no, Drew Holiday's <laughs> way better than Eric Bledsoe. I wouldn't go all that. Are you what? <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, Drew is a bucket when he needs to be, but Eric Bledsoe was also a hell of a player. He didn't fit well in Milwaukee. Doesn't fit well necessarily in New Orleans <laughs> either. But Eric Bledsoe was he was a he was a fighter for sure. But compared to Drew Holiday, <laughs> yeah, Army, Drew, Army, Army, Drew, Ho- Drew, uh, Drew, <laughs> Drew Holiday. We talk about Ben Simmons being a great defender. Drew Holiday is a great defender as well. Eric Bledsoe is not close to the defensive level of Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday puts clamps on people, and they're in this series right now with with Trey Young. And I know Trey Young's busting everybody's ass, but. Drew Holiday is still one of the best defender, one of the best guard defenders in the NBA. He, compared to Eric Bledsoe, 
and I know we're getting off topic with the Dame situation, but compared to Eric Bledsoe, Drew Holiday is His on daddy? another level com- if you're comparing him to Eric. Right. I defensively, mean, yeah. offensively, he's better at everything than Eric Bledsoe. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but when you said the addition of Drew Holiday, I was okay, no, that I wasn't finished. That yeah. that was one addition that made them, um, that made them, like change from losing to the Heat, and the and and, uh, and the Bucks beating the the Heat. The other one, um, was on the Heat side. Where was Jimmy Butler? Terrible. <laughs> That's where he was. And I I don't feel like the Bucks were doing anything. Some type of ma- any major defensive plan against him. He was missing shots. He wasn't being aggressive. Right. Uh, maybe something was going on in his personal life. I don't know. But that that was not the same Jimmy Butler that we saw in the bubble that beat that beat the Bucks and that like carried a Heat team in the finals. Did everything he could. Mm-hmm. The most he could against that Lakers team. Yeah. So those were two reasons. And the Bucks just got better as a team. They did. Can I mean, we just they're figuring shit out. They figured it they figured out how to play together. Yeah. Middleton, that boy. He's I mean, cold. he's inconsistent sometimes, but when he's on, he's on. Yeah. And so you got a you got a legit seven footer down there too. A lot of teams' biggest problem is they don't have a actual seven footer. You pretend yeah. like you have guys like Bam Adebayo is six nine. I get he's an insane defender and stuff, but it's important to me for you to have a seven foot player on your team. Brooke Lopez can probably jump three inches, <laughs> but he can he acts like he's seven feet tall. That's why that's why my big thing about DeAndre Aiden this this playoffs has been like you guys are all hyping him up and everything. The dude is just massive. No, I don't think that's fair to say. He 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 rarely misses around the rim. I'll give you that. Yeah. He is just seven feet tall, and most of his buckets are dishes to dunks. No, I I agree with that. But how many seven footers? If that was the case, every every seven footer would be good. No, Rudy Gobert's terrible. I'll give you <laughs> he's terrible at basketball. He had zero blocks. <laughs> he has a seven eight wingspan. He's seven one, and he had zero blocks. In what in what game? In the last game he played in the playoffs. <laughs> He's defensive player of the year, by the way. He's 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 <laughs> tremendously. No, I'm sorry. He is he's the worst player in the NBA. If you make, <laughs> his, if you make Rudy Gobert six feet tall, I oh. bust his ass at the gym. <laughs> I mean, I'll fucking bust his ass right now at the gym. He is slow. He can't even guard perimeter players as he is right now. You have Rudy Gobert guarding Carmelo Anthony on the perimeter on a wing. He's getting busted. He can only guard guys like DeAndre Aiden. That's not okay. Well, he's not like we're getting so off topic, but I was just who cares? Who cares? Look, but Gobert is not the the type of guy that you're gonna put on the perimeter and ask to guard a guy on the perimeter. He's the guy that's gonna make the right help defensive play. The guys who's gonna the guy who's gonna. uh, Although I don't think he's a great pick and roll defender to be honest, but the media says he is. But whatever. (laughs) Um. But he's the guy that's gonna play good team defense, and and I agree. When I watch him, I don't see anything special. Yeah. But when I see guys break down film of what Gobert does, I do think he has a big impact. Bigger than because it's hard to see when you're watching, um, 
like in during the game, like real time game, it's hard to see the impact that he makes because everything's going on so fast. But when you speed, I mean, when you slow down the tape. And you have a guy like uh, they had Draymond breaking down in one of the halftimes. They had Draymond breaking down film. When you have a guy like that breaking down Gobert's impact, it's actually I I think I I I don't like I don't think you should call him trash. So when I say trash, I mean. But I'll admit, if he was six foot, you would yeah, bust his ass. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When I say trash. I mean, he's there because he's shaped like he is. Like the Slenderman. Like the Slenderman, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, so next thing is, uh, next thing is, so we, we got very off topic with, where would you like to see Dame? So I would like to see Dame in Miami, and where would you like to see Dame? What was your answer? You don't know? Um, maybe Dallas? What? I don't know. How are you going to get him in Dallas? That's a good question. They have a lot of young pieces. I don't know how, but... You'd like to see him in Dallas? Yeah, I would like to see him in Dallas. Actually, I don't think I'd like to see yeah, him Yeah, I don't know how him and Luca would work together. Because, yeah... They're both ball-dominant guys. Luca would become more of a dominant scoring assist rebound guy to a 25-12 and 12 guy, you know? I think Luca needs a great big. Really? Like, I'm trying to think of somebody. Oh, well, obviously, like, Embiid is a dominant big. But, like, somebody like like Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Like, I mean, because Minnesota's not doing anything. If Dallas could somehow get Carl Anthony Towns and and pair him with Luca, that, that would be... A match made in heaven, I think. But Cat is a guy that likes to work by himself a lot. I mean, he can shoot the basketball, probably the best shooting center ever, or something like that. Something, crazy, yeah. But definitely best shoot s- shooting center in the NBA right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, and he can stretch the floor for a guy like Luca. But if Luca gets it down to Cat, it seems like it's gonna stay down there with Cat. You think he's a black hole? He's a little bit of a black hole to me. Oh. And so he used to be a black hole. There's nothing wrong with it until you want to win a championship. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Embiid did used to be a black hole, but now he's learned how to deal with double teams a lot better. Yeah. Um. So then you wouldn't like to see him in Dallas. Where would you like to see him then? I mean, Miami was a great choice. You think Miami? Yeah, or do nothing with his life because... Portland's if he stays in Portland, they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything, and he will have wasted his talent and career. I agree. He 100%. will be another guy from the 90s that Jordan whooped, you know, that type of thing. What do you mean? Oh, I like mean, a forgotten so player? There's so many guys that were amazing, like Clyde Drexlers and stuff, that weren't able to do anything with it because Jordan would just destroy them, or they weren't on the right team. Oh, so you mean like he'll just be like a player that nobody remembers anymore? Yeah. But a great player, but just a player that people don't think about when you think of great players. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, so you would like to see him in Miami too? I yeah, no, I think that would, I think that would be great for his career. But I don't think they would go to the finals against Brooklyn if they're healthy. I don't even know if they could beat Milwaukee. They'd have to add another piece. Which Miami, I I never bet against Miami with right. Pat Riley there. He pulls off. What he wants to pull off. Right. Um, 
So yeah, but uh, but I do think Dame would be a close to a perfect fit in Miami. So yeah, Miami is my choice. Uh, okay. Anything else? No, I'm good. All right. So now, the question of the day, Army. Ooh. Moving on from Damian Lillard to the most important thing going on in the NBA right now. Who are your final? Uh, who is in your finals? <laughs> who the, f- the fuck are you saying? Oh. What are my final predictions? Who's yeah. who's sure. who's who, going to win who's the gonna finals? Play, who's going to play in the finals? Who's going to play in the finals or who's going to win? Let's the just finals? do who's going to play in the finals. Who's going to play the finals? It's simple as Milwaukee and Phoenix. No one even questions that anymore. What do you have? Well, to say? yeah. So we're recording this podcast, and right now Clippers or uh, Phoenix is up three to one against the Clippers. Yes. And Milwaukee's um, up two Milwaukee one is Atlanta. up two to one against um, Atlanta. Atlanta. I have Bucks and five. Oh wow, Bucks and five against against the against the Hawks. I'm aware because also there's reports Trey Young might not play. From what I don't something I I can't remember what it was, but there's report that Trey Young might uh, something some injury. Um, he might not play. I think he's gonna play. Because he's, I don't, I hate the guy, I hate Trey Young, but he is, um, he's not going to sit out a playoff game. Why do you hate Trey Young? <sighs> Just a dick. He He's a dick. He, my guy, Julius Randle, got whooped by Trey in five games. I, sh- I, thought, I thought the Knicks were going to win that series before it started. Trey whooped him. He was a dick about it, too. He was hysterical. No, he was just a fucking dick. It made me love the guy. No. That picture of him with the Madison Square Garden fans. Oh, my goodness. They were like, fuck you, Trey Young. Fuck you. And then he said, it's so fucking quiet in here. <laughs> you know, he just he he became the villain of Madison Square Garden. That's why I hate him. Because I like Julius Randle, one of my favorite players. And so that means I, I was supporting the Knicks in this playoffs. And he just decided to and, and it's not it's not even this because uh, Trey did his thing. He did his thing. But then he was just and and w- the Knicks fans talk mad shit. I'll give him I'll give you that. And Trey he did what probably a lot of people would do. He embraced the villain role. Right. And and I don't know a lot of people would No, do you're that. right. Probably not a lot of people would do that. A lot of people would shy away, for yeah. sure. But what I'm saying is nobody likes the villain if you're rooting for the hero. And the hero was the Knicks in that series. For me, at least. I mean, I was supporting the Knicks. Everybody's going to... And then... So the, the villain wins, and then he gloats about his victory. Right. That's why I don't like Trae Young. So that... that and then... Knicks are out. I'm supporting the Sixers now because Embiid is one of my favorite players <laughs> as well. And I'm I'm saying this just for the viewers because you know this already. Embiid is one of my favorite players as well. And Trey Young, the six like I said earlier, the Sixers should have won that series in five games. That I don't want to get into it, but Trey Young nutted on everybody. Sounded like you were gonna cry for a second there. And no, Trey Young destroyed 
the uh, played re- he played a good series. Okay, he played a good series, and he took out my boy Embiid. So that is why I don't like Trey Young. He took out both my guys. I would say okay, both those guys, Julius Randle and Joel Embiid, are two of my top five favorite players in the NBA, and he took them both out in one playoff series. I mean, one playoff yeah. like year. Um, so I hate Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. And Bucks and five. Be careful saying fuck Trey Young. He might come over here and slap you with his bald headed ass. I'd that'd be great for um viewership. The viewership, yeah. <laughs> True. Um. So I have Bucks and five, and also Bucks Suns, yeah. And and I so the the Buck, I mean the the Hawks or the the Suns and. The Clippers are playing tonight. It's three to one. I have Suns closing it out. Potentially, Clippers could win this one game, but there's no there's no way they're coming back three to one without Kawhi. Like Chris Paul said last night, he has a bad three one record. Chris Paul does. What's his three one record? I don't have a clue, but he has a bad one. He, I mean, he said last night. I remember. Yeah, he lost three to one against um, Houston one when he was with the Clippers one year. I remember that and one. And he lost three to one against Houston in Oklahoma, didn't he? Or no? No, I don't think he was up three to one in oh, that I series. Oh, I don't think so either. I think that was a six game series. I just no, that w- that no. series won seven games. Oh, okay. When he was in OKC, um, but yeah, I have Suns either closing it out in game, in game five or game six, but they're not losing that series. Um, I'll take Suns in game five though, and then yeah, I have. Uh, I have Bucks in five games, so I have Suns and Bucks in the finals. What What about you? I also have Suns and Bucks in the finals. I don't have the Bucks winning in five games, however. It is two one right now. I've doubted Trey Young and the Hawks every other series. So I, I thought they lose every series. Yeah, Compet- yeah. And they are a powerhouse offense. Trey Young decimates Kevin Horder. However, the fuck you say. His last name? Yeah, Redhead. That that dude not only has a strap, but can create his own shot. Yeah. Bojan Bogdan, Bo, Bo, Bogdan Bogdanovich, I believe. <laughs> that's the bo- I don't I think that, that's <laughs> that one. Um, he's a strapper. He can create his own shot. Danilo Gallinari, to me, is terrible. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, he's, he's overweight for an NBA player, if I'm being honest. He's a 6'11", small forward who stands at the three, is considered a sharpshooter, and shoots roughly 30% from three. So I don't understand why people think he's good. He used to be good in places like Denver and Atlanta, but I don't know. Clint, on the other hand, um, uh, amazing rim protector and can finish at the rim at with ease. John Collins? John Collins is a beast. He hustles. He, he beast, gets yeah. rebounds. He's athletic. He's powerful. He can shoot. I mean, the Hawks have a lot of offensive pieces so in the future i'd be scared shitless of the hawks but right now bucks and six then okay, on the uh, other hand yeah, yeah go, ahead, go ahead phoenix closes it out tonight for one um suns bucks finals no chance of clippers winning tonight beat it the only reason that the clippers have a game was that the game that terrence man's had terrence man had 39 points yeah that was disgusting to me the fact that they had a chance of even winning a game against all the games have been close. Paul George has been uh, cooking. I don't know why he's been hating on so much. I get in the free throws. No, I understand why he's <laughs> been hating on. But um, 
But I don't think Paul George has been playing that great. I mean, he's not. He hasn't been playing bad. He hasn't been playing, you know, pandemic p bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He, when you call yourself playoff p, <laughs> and I, he's never been like a, a amazing playoff performer. So, I mean, I just never expect him to have big time playoff games. Whenever he has like a above average game, we call him playoff p. And then he has a shit game, and we call him pan- Pandemic P or whatever. Uh, but I interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh, you, were, you were saying No, something. that's all I was saying. I don't th- think the Clippers without Kawhi. If they had Kawhi, however, oh, yeah. they are winning the championship. Yeah. Like I never doubt LeBron James, I never doubt Kawhi Leonard. He's a cold-blooded killer and a top three NBA player right now. Top four. Top four. I'll give him top four. Top so three for me. Top three, wow, bold take. No, 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 actually, wait, yeah, yeah, top three for me, top three for me. Are we both thinking? What's what's your top three? (laughs) I don't want to say, I don't want to say. Did you, what is it? When was last time? I'm a lifelong LeBron James fan. Um, I used to hate him when I was a kid just because my brother loved him, but I've always secretly loved him. I do love LeBron, full disclosure. I am a LeBron dick writer, but I'm not, I'm not, um, like... I don't follow him without. I don't like follow him no matter what. I criticize LeBron. Yeah. I criticize LeBron. But go ahead. I don't think he's he's not my goat. The but that's a topic for a different day. The best player in the world is Kevin Durant. Oh really? I have never ever in my life said the best player in the world is anyone but LeBron James. So that is the first time anyone has heard me say anything otherwise. We are getting into some bold discussions in our but first I, I, episode. We won't get into this. We won't get into. We okay. We won't because we can. We'll we'll save it for now. We'll so we it. so we have some more content. Yeah. Okay. So should we disclose our top three? Let's just yeah, just fuck it. Just I mean, do fuck it. it. It's just no regard for this. Shit. No regard, right? No um, regard. I don't want to put them in order, so I'm just gonna say no, no. Put them in order. Okay, fuck it. Number one, fuck is it. Kevin KD, LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi. Oh, you're giving top four. Yeah, because I wanted to show Kawhi. Oh, okay. I'm going to get my top three. So you have KD. I mean, I don't blame you. He he tried to put the team on his back, and I respect him for that. Scottie Pippen was hating on, hating on him Scottie for it. Scottie Pippen's just been a bitch lately. He has. He has, low-key. Uh, um, okay. KD, number one. I don't know. I'm really conflicted because KD put on a performance for the ages. Yeah. Even though they lost the series... He put on a performance for the ages. He might be the best player in the world. But also, at the same time, LeBron wasn't healthy. And I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Because he, he because I was criticizing him so much, um, even when he wasn't healthy. And I was watching him play against the Suns, and he got kicked out in six games. I was criticizing him so much because I wanted him to be more aggressive. I wanted him to shoot the ball. I wanted him to to know how to shoot mid-range shots because I feel like he had so many opportunities to take mid-range shots against the Suns and didn't take them. Um, So I was criticizing LeBron a lot. But it's hard to say because LeBron, yeah, like I said, he wasn't healthy. And KD KD was obviously healthy. God, he dropped like 48 twice or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, because a healthy LeBron James, I still think can lead you to a championship. (sighs) 
I'll I'll stick with LeBron at one. Still. Wow. Okay. When he's healthy, assuming LeBron is healthy, I still have him number one. When was last time LeBron was healthy? Before his ankle injury. So he was. It was a while ago. But but let me ask you: Was he playing like the best player in the world? So here's the thing about LeBron. In the regular season, if you were to watch him and had no context, you wouldn't think he would be the best player in the world. But you in watch. A, if you turned on to any regular season game, you wouldn't think he was the best player in the world. It's about the playoffs when you watch LeBron. Then you're like, damn. Yeah, right. But you, but you know when you watch the regular season, you can tell like this motherfucker still got it. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't have it, it's obvious because he's not slashing. You know, he's trying to be passive every play. Yeah. So. Well, he's like, what, 36 now? Yeah, but do you need to save energy to that extent? In the regular season? For sure. For sure. Do you, do you not Because for LeBron, it's not about the regular season anymore. I know. I he's know. proved himself in the regular season. It's about winning another championship. For it's sure. all about that. But there should be games throughout the regular season. Because there is. And for he does. Every he other does superstar. have that. He does, ha- he does step up in big games in the regular season. Very rarely. Not this year. He did not. When, uh, well, when he was injured a lot of this year. I'm, we're both talking about before the ankle injury. You oh, said before the ankle injury. You said that was the last time he was healthy. And I don't even remember before the ankle injury. I feel like it was so long ago. Yeah, long enough. He missed a long. He missed a lot. So sad. It w- it was. But anyways, my top three players. So your top three players are KD, LeBron, Giannis, and Kawhi. Those are four. But yes, your top four. Yeah. My top three. I still have LeBron number one, assuming he's healthy. I have KD number two. And it's a close. It's it's a close number two. It's not like that. I don't think the gap. The gap has, has narrowed. It used to be wide between LeBron and KD. It has narrowed now. And partially because LeBron has declined and because Kevin Durant has been insane. Right. So so I have LeBron, KD. I, I, I have Kawhi, number three. Okay, and I understand why you would put Kawhi over Giannis. I just put Giannis for consistency purposes. What do you mean? Kawhi will have, Kawhi will give you the game that you need Sometimes, you know, Kawhi can be your big guy. I disagree. Nuggets. Nuggets game seven. 2020, the bubble. Okay, I get what you're saying. He had a bad game, but everybody has bad games at some points. Giannis, what are you talking about? Giannis in the bubble. Literally lost in the first round. I'm never asking Giannis to be a closer, though. First thing, Giannis, yeah. Giannis has made a big jump though you know that Giannis i do think he's gotten better from this year to last year he's made a big i i do closing jump but he's never asked to be a closer chris middleton is the closer for the bucks that's been no i agree Kawhi asked is asked to be the closer in when i'm just stating as basketball players i have Giannis over Kawhi. okay in big moments sure you can put Kawhi. for sure and that's what matters more for me at least because Kawhi, Kawhi steps up in the playoffs even before he got injured this year, he's he was playing really good basketball. And that's I'm, I'm mad that he is injured now. I don't think he's coming back no matter what. Uh, even if they were to advance somehow after being down three to one, I don't think he would come back. Yeah, I think he, his injury is more serious than they're letting on. Um, but Kawhi, 
steps up more than I than I think Giannis. I mean, Giannis probably does more things on the court in terms of like rebounding and and actually no, I don't even yeah probably rebounding and, and like um, interior defense. But Kawhi is the guy that's gonna go and get you a bucket. And Giannis can for sure, but when it really matters and the defense starts collapsing on him, he doesn't have a jump shot. Right. Not a consistent, reliable jump shot. But Kawhi is lethal from mid range. Lethal. Lethal and his three point shot is he's not an amazing three point shooter, but he's a fairly good three point shooter. Mm-hmm. I mean that and I mean, we haven't even got into defense. He clamps guys. Well, Giannis was the defensive player of the year. I mean, Kawhi's a back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. But, yeah, I do actually believe when everyone in the NBA puts their mind to it, Kawhi's the best defender in the NBA still. But Giannis consistently is a better defender, I would say. Maybe. I don't know. So so you have Bucks. um so who? How many games are the Bucks winning again for you? I mean, if, how many games will it take for them to beat the Hawks? Six. six so you have Bucks and six. I have Bucks and five against the Hawks. They're finishing it for the rest of the series. No more for the Hawks. W- well, yeah, that's what happens when you get eliminated in the playoffs. I'm saying, <laughs> the Hawks won't win another game throughout no, the series. No, they won't win another wow. game. Wow. Okay. All right. So okay, Bucks and six, and then you have um, Clippers, Suns. Yes. And, and you have Suns closing it out tonight. Tonight, tonight yes. in five games. Yes. I I I'll go Suns in five as well. Okay. So we both agree that Bucks and and Suns will meet in the finals. Right. And I guess next time on our podcast, or next time we decide to discuss this, we'll talk about who's gonna win. Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of No Regard. It's been a real pleasure to have everybody here. For more information on our podcast, visit our website uh, at noregardmedia.godaddysites.com. Don't worry, we're gonna change <laughs> we're gonna change that <laughs> URL, um, but it costs money to do that, so it will take a minute. But we will change it at some point. But our website is noregardmedia.godaddysites.com. You can also find us on any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're going to make uh, TikTok at noregardmedia. Army, any anything to say? Yeah, let us know if you want us to keep the little GoDaddy in there. We kind of have it there for a little bit of spice. Shut yes, up. they are the power for our website. But tell us in the comment section if... GoDaddy kind of rings. Okay. Thank well, you, guys. No. Okay. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, really appreciate you guys listening. Have a great day.